Welcome to the Friendship Bread Podcast. I'm Crystal, and I'm here with Alma. Well, howdy do. (laughs) I did it, Crystal. (laughs) We love to have real, honest conversations about life and how the Amish culture we grew up in shaped our mindsets. Yahoo! In this episode of the Friendship Bread Podcast, (laughs) Crystal and Alma go to the West. (laughs) Not really, though. I mean, we're not really in the West, but now I'm sad. I know, right? I want to go to the West. I want to go on a trip. (laughs) Road trip. We did have an exciting event, though, since we've last been here. We did. We had a very exciting event that we realized... (laughs) <laughs> we forgot to talk about on, on previous episodes. Yes, on our actual podcast. Yeah, we dropped the ball on that one. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. We shared about it on our Instagram and our Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, we had a coffee night, a meetup night. It yeah. was so much fun. We're planning on doing it every month now, so. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just fun to have a space like in person to connect Mm -hmm. with people over yeah laugh together yeah we laughed quite a bit we really did (laughs) we did i mean who would have thought just us out in the world out in the wild talking to other people (laughs) laughing who would have thought it's not like we like to talk or laugh (laughs) yeah we never laugh so out of character (laughs) wow my husband, um, when we first started dating, my family really liked when he would do impressions of them. And so the other day it randomly got brought up again. And I said, well, do do an impression of me. And he said, I don't know. All I'd have to do is giggle. <laughs> and I was like, That's so unfair. But it's true. If somebody was like, Crystal, can you do an impression of Alma? I would say... Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I say absolutely so much. You do. Not just on the podcast. No, I say it in real life. It's like a, yeah, it's. I'm so curious where I got it from, but also where can you find that out? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's funny because you always say, like, or not always, but often you say the same way. You're like, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's always... Yeah, absolutely. You put put your yeah in front of your absolutely. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Almost all the time. (laughs) That's really good. Now I'm trying to think of what I would say if someone asked me to do an impression of Crystal. Oh my gosh, there's too many. How do you choose? I don't know. I'd be like... If it was me, I'd I'd be like, no, put that snack back. It's almost supper time. (laughs) I feel like that's what I say most of the time. (laughs) To your children. Yeah. Um, I might say something like, and then I was like, but then like, and then like. (laughs) I do say like a lot. So do I. I say like, like a lot. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But you're also a storyteller. So you like Mm -hmm. tell a story and you're like, and then like, this happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, anyways, we laughed, we talked, we drank. I didn't drink coffee. But 
other people did. And I didn't it was drink coffee actually either. I had a bubble tea. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Several other people got coffee. Several people had coffee though, so yeah. I feel like it was okay. Yeah, and it's I, still a coffee night. It is. It's yeah. Even if okay, would you say that even if no one drank coffee, it's still a coffee night? I want to say yes. Is the one in you balking? Yes, I'm like, mm, no one See, had coffee. I think it's a coffee night because at this point, coffee, like in in, the, in today's culture, <laughs> coffee doesn't just mean coffee anymore. That's like it true. can mean a cup of coffee, but let's get together for coffee. That means let's get together and catch up and I, chat. I think like when I think of like a coffee night, I'm thinking of like, we're going to, like, sit together in, like, a designated, mm-hmm. like, space for conversation. Mm-hmm. And, like, possibly it's, like, also has, like, some, like, feelings of, like, like a the potential to go deep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels like, like, when you have a conversation and it's, like, coffee and conversations, mm-hmm. then you have that potential to go deeper. Yeah, there's something about that, like... I don't know what it is. I think often it also, like, like often when we say we're going to meet a friend for coffee, it's like a one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of has this, like, implied intimacy. That's so true. And, yeah. That's a good point. But, I don't know. I think even in, like, knowing, like, what the intent is behind our meeting, I think I would still call it a coffee night. Mm-hmm. Because even if nobody gets coffee, even that's technically (laughs) but um i think i would because it has that implied like we're going to be like it's like you can be authentic and real and we're just gonna have honest conversation Mm -hmm. and so i think yeah i think it would still work yeah i think so too but yeah it was really fun and so fun we enjoyed just i already said this but being in person and having conversations with Mm -hmm. people i mean I think that that first night, I don't feel like we went super deep on stuff. Like Not really. We just had, like, a lot of casual conversation and laughter. Yeah, and we just connected. It was, yeah, it was really good for the first. It was very, like, stretching for us. Mm -hmm. So I think the fact that it was just casual was good for you and I Mm -hmm. because it was something stretching and new for us to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, Which leads into our topic – for what we're talking about mm-hmm. this week. So first, do we want to do breadcrumbs? Yeah, what's your breadcrumb, Alma? It feels late in the season, but my tomatoes are finally ripening. <laughs> That's exciting. It's very exciting. I don't know why it's taken them so long. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little... I haven't given garden updates lately. I've done some on our Instagram You stories. have. You've done a good job. But a yeah. lot of my things are dying now. Yeah, and my garden just never really, like, like, it's it's fine, it's pretty, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, we talked a little bit about it mm-hmm. before. Everything just grew very slowly, or, like, my spinach, like, sprouted, but then it never, like, got bigger. Like, made no sense at all. So, I don't know. Wanda, who was a guest on our podcast before, Crystal's sister, said that it could have been the dirt I used. Mm-hmm. So, next year, I'm going to have to, like, doctor up the dirt. Throw a whole bunch of stuff in there. I don't Try know. Try some new stuff. Yeah. So, anyhow, it's been a long time coming, but I finally have tomatoes, and they are so good. So, that's my 
breadcrumb. I'm so excited for you, even though I don't like tomatoes. That's true. Do you have a breadcrumb to share? Yeah, actually, we, um, so I homeschool, and my two oldest started school, well, it's been a week ago now. Wow. But it just feels good to have, like, kind of getting back into that, like, routine Mm -hmm. and, like, a rhythm, and it just kind of adds more structure to our day, Mm -hmm. and which I enjoy much more than the kids, (laughs) but um, they would be happy to just play. Mm Mm-hmm non-stop all day long. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be starting school again and just, yeah, getting back into that routine and structure. Yep. Heading into fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always enjoyed back to school when I was a kid. I was homeschooled for part of my childhood mm-hmm. and then I went to public school the rest of Actually, it was exactly half and half because I was homeschooled till sixth grade and then the rest of the time I went to public school. And I enjoyed both ways. I enjoyed the back to school both ways is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> because it felt so special, like yeah. starting school back up when we were homeschooled because my mom found, I don't, they were secondhand from somewhere, but she found actual like desks mm-hmm. and we set up a corner of the living room. It didn't take up that much room. But we set up the corner of the living room when me and my two brothers were doing school and we had our own little desks and our own little spaces and it just felt special. Mm -hmm. And we would love to see, we would race and see who could finish school first and then we would get to play outside the rest of the day. So sometimes we would like actually really focus and finish our school by 11 and be outside and play the rest of the day or, you know, whatever. my, My kids could easily do that. But they choose to see how long they can drag it out for. <laughs> that happened too. <laughs> um, last year, eventually, like once we got into a good rhythm, they did start doing better. So I'm hoping you know, we're only mm-hmm. a week into it. Yeah. They so there's hope. remember and they pick that back up. Yes. Yeah. But I did. Um, we don't have desks. So we just do school at the table. Mm-hmm. All, like we just all sit around the table and do our school. But um I, last year, there was so much fighting over pencil sharpeners that this year I got them each their own. Uh-huh. It's in their own little pencil box and is the colors that they like. That's so nice. And then I also found them some jumbo erasers that they are super happy about. <laughs> so. The things kids get excited about. Yeah. I mean, but then, that made their you know, day. the things adults get excited about, so. I know, right? To each his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different stages of life. Right? Yeah. Back to school is... Such a fun time of yeah. year. I'm still getting used to the idea that summer's ending, mm-hmm. but I'll survive. I'll survive. Means cozy sweaters, so. It's not over yet. Yeah, I know. Thank God. <laughs> well, do we want to just jump on in? Yeah, let's do it. So the way that the coffee night, us talking about the coffee night, um, was going to lead into our conversation is that we kind of, we thought of this on the way home from the coffee night, actually. And we were mm-hmm. both like, this is something that has been getting easier for us. And that is being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, like continuing on your path, even if you're uncomfortable. Yes. We both had reservations about the coffee shop night just because it was out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. to put something on like that. Um, meet up with people that you may not know super well, 
And we did know, or the people that were there were connected to either one of us. Like we didn't, Mm -hmm. we didn't meet anyone that we hadn't met before. Yeah. So that was kind of nice and a way to ease in. Mm -hmm. But leading up to it, when Crystal first brought it up as a suggestion, as is the theme (laughs) in our lives, in Crystal and I's friendship, (laughs) um, I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. That, that could be good. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that would actually be a really good thing to do. But my Mm -hmm. first response was like, oh, that sounds really uncomfortable. I think I even asked you, like, do you actually want to do it? Because, like, if we don't, if you don't, we don't have, if you don't want to do it, we don't have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Crystal was super excited from the get-go. Oh, yeah. She was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah. This is actually a really great way to connect with people. So anyways, mm-hmm. we went forward. We did it. And then we were laughing because I'm just telling this whole story. You can That's tell okay. part of it. <laughs> well, like I was totally excited for it until like day of, actually probably afternoon of, <laughs> I suddenly got nervous mm-hmm. and I had not been nervous about it at all up until that point in time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was just like all these negative thoughts of like, what if nobody comes? What if we just all sit there in awkward silence, you know? <laughs> like, all these different things started coming into my head. Yeah. And I was so nervous. I think even after we got there, I was still a little nervous, right? I'm trying to remember. Probably. It ended up, I was like, I don't even know what I was nervous about because it was all fine. Mm-hmm. So, it was it was great, honestly. Yeah. And, and we were laughing because you asked me if I was nervous. And I was mm-hmm. like surprisingly no (laughs) and we just processed it differently Mm -hmm. like I was nervous way ahead of time and leading up to and even a few days beforehand I was like oh goodness that's coming up on Thursday like I need Mm -hmm. to mentally prepare but then I did I mentally prepared and the day came and I was like not nervous at all yeah so we got there and it was really fun but of course like during the first few you know 30 minutes or whatever there are some awkward silences because mm-hmm. you don't talk to these people on a regular basis, so you're kind of feeling out what you want to talk about. And and I think everybody is just, like, kind of relaxing yeah. and, like, settling into their their little bubble of space mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. Getting what they want to drink. And, mm-hmm. yeah, then as the night went on, it just got more comfortable and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's what made us start talking about it on the way home. I think... Like, when I kind of step back and look at the big picture, I feel like this is a theme Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's start a podcast. No, that sounds too uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Start a podcast anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And especially, like, if you go back and listen to, like, our first episodes. Oh, don't do that. No, okay. It's okay. (laughs) You can do that. But, like, No, I'm just saying, like, Mm mm-hmm. The one day I got in the car and I think I had had it, had my phone on the podcast for something. And for some reason it started playing like our first episode. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my goodness, how different Mm -hmm. it sounds. Like we are so much more comfortable now. Yeah. And I feel like half the time I forget there's a microphone sitting here. Mm -hmm. And we're just talking and having a conversation and we just figured our flow out better and... We're just more comfortable. But those first few episodes, I don't even know how many episodes in, really. But 
those first ones were not comfortable. Mm -hmm. They were uncomfortable. They were very uncomfortable. And I remember not liking the way my voice sounded. Mm -hmm. I remember feeling awkward talking to a mic. Yeah. I remember, like, we we had to cut out a lot of silence in the first few episodes because we didn't know what to say. We had a lot of silences Mm -hmm. of, like, what do we fill this space with? Yeah. And... I know I was, like, self-conscious of laughing too much because I was like, oh, my goodness, that's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. I never even thought about that, but I th- I was too. Yeah. Because it was loud. And yeah. Yeah. But then, like, from there, we were like, hey, we need to have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. So then we had an Instagram. And then we are like, oh, we have to make reels. <laughs> and both of us were like, we do not want to make videos. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And that was extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say it might be one of the most uncomfortable things I've done in my life. Mm-hmm. Is you get in front of a camera and lip sync to an audio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just, none of that sounded fun. But, like, now, fast mm-hmm. forward how much time, mm-hmm. I really enjoy making reels. I don't know about you. It's... It's not something that I would still choose to, like, in my personal life, if it wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't be making reels. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not uncomfortable anymore. Yeah. And it, it's, I mean, sometimes we can get things done in two takes instead of 15. Oh, so. my gosh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when we started out that we had definitely had, like, 20 takes or something for oh, a reel. Oh, for sure. Like, easily. For sure. It used to take us sure. hours. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we spent at least an hour and a half on a reel oh, one time. the one re- We did not speak of that reel. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's really funny because it was to the audio. We don't talk about Bruno. Yes. So, yes. if you watch... Why did I go blank? Encanto. Encanto if you've watched yeah. Encanto, you know the song we're talking about. And we tried to do... A reel to that song. We spent probably two hours on it. Mm-hmm. Easily, I think. Did we ever even post that one? I'm not sure. I don't think we did. I don't think we did because it never turned out how we wanted it to. Oh my goodness, I forgot so, about that. Yeah, so we don't talk about that reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Continuing on down the timeline, also, like, we started to, like, do stories more on, like, mm-hmm. our Instagram and... That was also uncomfortable, especially for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you so much. Is that uncomfortable for you? Um, especially the showing of my face. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that was uncomfortable because, like, on the podcast, we don't have to show our faces. Nope. And it's just our voices and our opinions. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when you go to video, you're putting your face out there, too. And that's just a little more personal, too. Yeah. So it's a little... It's an added layer of vulnerability mm-hmm. so then we vulnerability yeah but it's just like i just see this progression of us of like we stretch ourselves with one thing and then we add on another mm-hmm. and like we've just been kind of going in layers and it, so it's no wonder that on the way home from the coffee night i was like you know what crystal i think i'm becoming more comfortable with being uncomfortable yes <laughs> Because literally, that's been the pattern of our year now. I feel like we get comfortable in one spot, and then we just, like, jump into the next uncomfortable spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's really helped me internalize what everyone says about like like practice makes perfect or Mm -hmm. things just take time or because I've been a perfectionist my whole life and so when I would do something I would start something new I wanted to be good at it Mm -hmm. and if I wasn't good at it there's been a lot of things in my life that I've just tried one or two times didn't feel like I was gonna pick it up and so I never tried it again Mm -hmm. and um, crocheting is one of the things that that didn't happen with. I'm not sure what started that, but I just enjoyed it enough that mm-hmm. I wanted to learn. So I learned so stitches and yeah, continued. I'm still definitely not perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to unravel a whole washcloth the other day. Oh boy, it was a disappointing time, but it was just a washcloth. Yeah, at least it wasn't, it wasn't a, a blanket. blanket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's very much the theme of my life. Like I, I want to be good at something when I start it. And mm-hmm. then with this, like I've had you to keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. I would have, I'm just going to be well, completely honest kept, with you've you. You've kept me accountable too. Well, that's good. Like it's been, I feel maybe feel, it's been like an it's unintentional, a, like it's been like a, a two way street. Well, that's cool yeah. because I, if it was just me, just, just like being completely honest with you, mm-hmm. I would have quit. Mm hmm. I would have quit because it felt uncomfortable and I've had the doubts of like, well, what difference am I making? Mm -hmm. There's who's this going to impact? Like, Mm -hmm. what point is there to this? But then you're there and we talk. I'm like, oh, yes. Like, it's like you help me renew my focus. Yeah. And so that's been amazing. But I think over that time now, I feel like. Even though it's been with the help of you, I feel like I've learned the lesson of mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's uncomfortable and it's really hard and you're not perfect at it when you start something. But then over time, you learn the ins and outs of it. And it works that way with almost everything in life. Mm-hmm. And it was like life really just went, okay, I'm a time to learn it and spent a whole year and it's not like we're perfect yet, but... We've had an intense year of learning that mm-hmm. one lesson. Right. <laughs> Along with others. I definitely, I feel like learning to be comfortable in being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, is really like, to me, like I look back and that feels like a big sign of growth. Yeah. Like if you're not like growing, mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously us is the example right now. But, like, for us, like, we can look back and be like, yeah, we have been growing. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard. You look back and you're like, it doesn't feel like much has changed in the last year. Have I grown? Mm-hmm. Have I changed? Mm-hmm. Have I improved? I can't tell. Mm-hmm. But, like, one thing I feel like the podcast has helped with me is, like, I look back and I'm like, I can see that we are growing because – We've been continuously putting ourselves in more and more stretching things. Mm-hmm. And you can literally go back and see the difference in our voice, hear the difference in our voices. Yes. So that's a very plausible thing. And, you know, this kind of reminds me of we've talked about before about maybe not New Year's resolutions, but mm-hmm. like setting goals for yourself yes. throughout the year because those are also plausible. They're, what's the word I'm looking for? Not plausible. Tangible? Tangible. Those are tangible results. Mm-hmm. You can see that that things have changed. I think something else that, like, 
we think about being like uncomfortable. I feel like there's so many words that like pop out when you think about being uncomfortable. Like, like sometimes that means like anxiety and sometimes it means being afraid and sometimes it means being ashamed and sometimes it means all these different things. Like there's so many things. I think each instance has different things. Mm -hmm. But something that comes with being comfortable in being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. is like confidence. Mm. Like when you have confidence, and I feel like that's something we've grown. I think I feel like we've both become more confident. I hadn't even tied confidence to it. That's very interesting. That makes a lot of sense. As I was saying it, I was slightly worried that maybe it was like completely off the wall. Well, I think like over the past year, not only have we been doing this podcast and we've been mm-hmm. pushing ourselves that way, we've both been in therapy. Mm-hmm. And you were in therapy. Actually, we were both in therapy before we started the mm-hmm. podcast. And I have dealt with a lot of stuff in therapy that I noticed recently that when there's an awkward silence or I used to feel like they were awkward silences, I don't feel the incessant need to fill it. Mm -hmm. And that's very much something that I can, that I know I can point to in therapy that I worked through. Mm -hmm. But it has to do with just being comfortable being myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that confidence is very much related to that. Mm -hmm. Because confidence doesn't have to be this overt, like, look at me, I am confident. Yes. Confident doesn't mean like, I'm going to walk out in traffic and, like, flag them all to a stop Mm -hmm. because I need everybody to see that I'm confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it can mean just, like, speaking our opinions or, like, the truth that we feel, like, is who we are. Yeah. Yeah, just taking up space. Yeah. Yes. Owning your space. Yeah. Realizing that you are worth your space. Mm Mm-hmm. Not feeling the need to try to put something where you feel like, how do I say this? Like, not trying to be someone you think you should be. Just being who you are. Yeah. Like, authentic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, it's funny. I'm, like, trying to think of, like, okay, so if somebody were to ask me, Crystal, how do I get more comfortable in being uncomfortable? You have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Exactly. Like literally back to the practice makes perfect. Yep. But literally you do. If you want to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations, you absolutely have to put -hmm. yourself in uncomfortable situations. There's no way to be comfortable being uncomfortable unless you practice being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you spend time being uncomfortable. And is it going to be comfortable? No, not at first. Exactly. <laughs> That's a lot of comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the whole topic of this. I mean, really. Conversation. But, and then, okay, so kind of not totally switching gears, but talking about, so what does it mean when something's uncomfortable? I feel like growing up and up until this point, it was never like a conscious thought, but mm-hmm. it was like, oh, if something's uncomfortable, that means it's bad. Mm-hmm. And that means I should stop. That means I should not keep going. I think we think it's bad because 
when we're uncomfortable, we feel unsettled. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're always looking for like that sense of peace within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so when we feel unsettled, we don't necessarily feel the most at peace Mm -hmm. because suddenly we're focused on this unsettled, shaky feeling. That's a good point. You know, dealing, having dealt with anxiety a lot, that's a really good point because uncomfortableness for me can feel like anxiety. Mm -hmm. It can feel like, honestly, now I'm wondering if my main thing is anxiety because it's making me, I'm trying to think of like all the things and, and when I'm in an uncomfortable situation or when I'm doing something new, I'm always like, I have I deal with a lot of doubts coming into my mind Mm -hmm. and I definitely have gotten better at refuting the doubts and like pushing back on my brain and being like, no, you know, and like repeating good things to myself, but they still try to, yeah, the brain pirate still tries to invade. (laughs) Um, It's making me realize that I think uncomfortableness for me has felt like anxiety a lot to me, Mm -hmm. but it also just... Uh, when I'm not good at something, learning a new skill can be very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Because you're just not mastering. It It can... Okay, another way I feel it is embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And it probably feels different for different people. I think it feels different for different people. And I bet even in different situations because I think that being uncomfortable, like, is something you can feel in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, this is making me think of something that Carlos Whitaker said (laughs) that you told me about. Actually, you may have made a picture of the quote. Oh, I think I might know which one you're talking about. He talks about sitting with his anxiety Mm -hmm. and welcoming it and then welcoming it to leave. Yeah. He said you invite it in and then you invite it to go. Yeah. And he said he would talk to his anxiety and say, hello, anxiety. Come on in. Mm-hmm. And then he'd say, now it's time for you to leave. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortableness is just a part of life. Mm-hmm. And so if we're, I feel like if we intentionally put ourselves in uncomfortable positions, we learn to deal with it mm-hmm. and we get better at handling the uncomfortable positions that we get put in that we don't intentionally put yeah. ourselves in. Well, I think that, I think that we just, I think it's just like a human nature tendency to avoid uncomfortable situations. So if something Mm -hmm. feels uncomfortable, it's like, well, not doing that one again. Mm -hmm. And I think also it's important to note that there is a big difference between uncomfortable situations and like spaces where boundaries are necessary. Oh yeah. Uncomfortable versus unsafe. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, there's a huge difference. difference. And, like, uncomfortable is, like, things that are, like, happening in spaces that should be good, but you feel out of your element, Mm -hmm. and you feel like a fish out of water, Mm -hmm. and so you feel uncomfortable, but you're completely safe in those Mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. Because if you're not safe, and if there's, like, abusive things happening or stuff like that, that's where boundaries come into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a totally different situation. That's a really good point. It's like, like, I always get really uncomfortable going through TSA at an airport. Mm-hmm. For some reason, TSA, I'm fine leading up to it. Well, okay, not really. For like 
<laughs> 10 minutes before I'm going through TSA. Okay, we're about to go through TSA. Um, but then I, as soon as I get through it, I'm perfectly fine again. But for some reason, TSA. Now, am I carrying anything dangerous with me? Do I feel like I'm going to get flagged? No. But I just, it's an uncomfortable process. I agree, though. I do. I agree yeah. with you. And I think that probably anybody who flies but doesn't fly, like, super regularly mm-hmm. probably feels that way. Yeah. Because I think that it's something you would have to be, you would have to spend a lot of time in that situation to become comfortable in it. <laughs> yeah, who likes and, going through TSA? Well, I think for me, too, it was always, like, going through TSA. It's like, am I going to get flagged? <laughs> For like a pat down. I yes. Please no. That's happened to me so many times and it Same. drives me insane. And I think I think that the fact that it's happened just made me more uncomfortable. Yes. Because makes then I'm more like, nervous. well now the next time That's a I, really feel good like point I have a higher risk. Because your fears were confirmed once, so why mm-hmm. wouldn't they be confirmed again? And like yep. I already hate being touched by people who don't know me. I like, was about to say, like, can't I I can't hug you? Oh no no no. no. Like and it depends on the situation, too, but, like, Tanner and I were in New York City one time, and we're walking mm-hmm. through Central Park, and there was a lot of people. We were in an area that there was kind of people gathered, and there was this woman walking around, and she would do massages if you paid for them. But she, like, grabbed my shoulders. I don't know what the plan is there. Like, preview of a massage, and then you buy the massage? No, opposite effect. <laughs> I, I literally jumped. And she grabbed my shoulders. I didn't see her come because she came up behind me. And Tanner was like a step behind me and he saw it happening. And he instantly like, I I don't think he actually touched her to push away, but he like walked towards her and she stopped. But I like jumped and turned around and looked at her. And like looking back, I realized my face was so freaked out. (laughs) So she was probably like. I mean, I would think that just seems like a terrible way to go about business. Like, For real, right? That seems like a great way to get an elbow in the face or something. Seriously. Like, because if somebody comes up behind me and grabs me, especially when I'm in, like, a strange city that I don't mm-hmm. live in. Yeah. Yeah. If you come up behind me and grab me, there's a good chance I'm going to turn around with my elbow up. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be turning around for a hug. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bunny trail, but yeah, I don't like, I don't like being touched unless it's like a touch I know is coming Mm -hmm. or it's my best friend, you know, like, or obviously my family, like, you know, I think you know what I mean. So I still have clearance to hug you is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, going through TSA and then having to deal with a pat down is like, ugh, please don't touch me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's they get up close and personal. So yeah. it's like my my point of bringing TSA up was to say that it's not bad. Mm-hmm. At the end, you get through it. You push through the uncomfortableness. And I've over the years, you know, each time I've flown, yeah, it's still uncomfortable because it's been a while since you've flown. But now I feel like when I go through it. I'm more comfortable being uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. it's like, I know that if something goes wrong, I can talk to the agent. I know that if I have questions, it's okay for me to ask them. I don't have to Mm -hmm. like perfectly make it through this process as the perfect traveler. Like, do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be a model traveler. Yes. Like, and that's, that's, I feel like that's transferred. That's one example I'm using, but that's just been my whole life. Like lately, like I feel like 
it's okay that I'm uncomfortable. It's okay mm-hmm. to ask questions. It's okay to not know all the answers. It's okay that there's silence in conversations. Yeah. That's just how life is. Mm -hmm. There are uncomfortable times where we're waiting to hear a result about something that we don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Mm -hmm. There's obviously so many seasons where we're dealing with grief. We're dealing with... There just are. There's so many uncomfortable times in our Mm -hmm. lives. And learning to be okay with that, yeah, they're a struggle to get through. But if we can like just sink into that, not sink, sink's the wrong word, but settle into that season and know mm-hmm. that it is a season and just be okay with the uncomfortableness. And I think too, like something that's important to note is like being okay with being uncomfortable doesn't mean ignoring the fact that you're uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. think it means like allowing yourself to feel it. Mm-hmm. And I think in some moments too, it can mean recognizing that, yeah, I'm uncomfortable in this, but this is what this moment is intended Mm -hmm. for. And a good example of that would be like when there's silence, moments of silence, Mm -hmm. those can feel uncomfortable. But if you reframe how you're looking at that and think of it as like, oh, this is a chance for me to gather my thoughts. Mm -hmm. This is a chance kind of like, maybe if it's like in the middle of an argument or something and like all of a sudden there's like a silence, this is a chance for you to like kind of pull your emotions back in and like recenter yourself and be like, refocusing Mm -hmm. different things like that like recognizing the uncomfortable moments allowing yourself to feel them Mm -hmm. and then also like identifying what those things are for Mm -hmm. this is to grow me this is to help me heal this is to help me process whatever it is sometimes just like assigning labels to things like that really helps us feel them and process them better Mm -hmm. like assigning a name to things helps you process them better yeah i agree another aspect of being comfortable with being uncomfortable is life is made up of all kinds of days Mm -hmm. and so we are going to have uncomfortable days we're going to have days that we don't feel good we're going to have days that we feel crappy That doesn't mean we have a bad life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that we are bad. If we have a day where there was a lot of uncomfortableness, but there was also a lot of joy, Mm -hmm. that doesn't make it a bad day. Yeah. Our lives are the sum of our experiences. Mm -hmm. There's not one experience that defines it. And we also get to choose for a lot of our experiences. Okay, like you said, you have a bad day, but it also is filled with some joy. At the end of the day... We get to look back at that day and say, that day was these bad experiences or that day was this joy. Mm -hmm. So, like, we get to make that choice and choose how we want to remember that. What do you want to add to the sum of your life? Do you want to add all the negative things from your day or the joy from your day? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then I'm not sure how to word this or how to communicate exactly, like, to you the thought in my brain Mm -hmm. but basically we're humans Mm -hmm. man I'm really struggling knowing how to word this but not every day has to be a good day like do you know what I mean yes I'm I'm trying to think of it's okay to have bad days yeah I think that to set an expectation that 
every day is going to be a good day is mm-hmm. just not quite realistic mm-hmm. because sometimes we start to overanalyze those bad days yeah. and we, we take them so seriously and we like think that they imply that we have a bad life. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is that we are human Mm-hmm. living in an imperfect world. Yes. And so we're going to have bad days. Yeah. I mean, we talked about um, the menstrual cycle several episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And that is actually a really good picture. Life is cycles. Life is seasons. And one bad day does not mean your whole life is bad. No. It's okay for everyone to have bad days. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be uncomfortable it doesn't mean you have to overanalyze the whole thing and rethink your whole life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, or it does. does. Yeah. Have I, I asked, does that make sense again? But like, have I communicated it that well? My thoughts. I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still, it all boils down to like, it still is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And like, even when you have a bad day, mm-hmm. you can be like, yeah, that was a bad day, but this is what I gained from it. Mm-hmm. And you still choose to make it. Yeah, and even if is. even if you look back and you're like, I gained nothing from that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yes, because those days happen. Yes, because then that chalks up to being who's comfortable having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. then you're just uncomfortable and being like, I had it. Like not uncomfortable. Then you become more comfortable in being like, I had a bad day, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And we can move on from there. Yeah. I feel like I, when I was, now I'm still young, but younger high school and fresh mm-hmm. out of high school age, I took everything so seriously. If I had an argument with my sister, it was like, oh my goodness, our whole relationship is falling apart. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be friends with my sister, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, oh my goodness, no, you had one argument. Mm-hmm. You will survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I, I used to take everything so seriously and I'd read into every single thing and it would make so that I really felt like, well, there must be something wrong with me. There mm-hmm. must be something wrong with my life. I am not happy with my life because of what's happening. I sh- if I was truly like in a good place and I had a good life, then I wouldn't have bad days. I don't know that I ever thought that consciously, but it was like a subconscious thing of always trying to reach the point of not having bad days. Yeah. And that's unreachable. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's what I'm trying to say at yeah. the end of that last thing that I'm saying. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And speaking of always finding new and uncomfortable things <laughs> to put ourselves into, <laughs> last week I mentioned that I've been working a lot on something. Yes, you did. You Mm -hmm. teased them. I did. I was a teaser. Mm -hmm. We now have a website with a blog space on it. Yes. And not just any blog space. This is a community blog. Oh. So. I don't know if that sound translates. (laughs) (laughs) That's my excited sound. Okay. (laughs) I, I have personally, I've always enjoyed writing. Yeah. So I am excited to have that outlet. Mm-hmm. But what we mean by community blog is that we are also accepting submissions mm-hmm. for blog posts. And they can be 
You can have your name on it or it could be anonymous. Either way is fine. Mm -hmm. And you just write what you want to write and you send it to our email Mm -hmm. and we post it for you Mm -hmm. on our website. I'm really excited about that. I am too. We have a whole bunch of stuff on our website already of like some resources, like books we recommend. Yeah. Whenever we like are talking in the podcast and we're like, oh, we love this podcast. We love this book. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. this documentary. You know, we're going to try to remember to link those things in the resources. And then Crystal already made this really super cool events page where we're always going to have like Mm -hmm. the latest coffee and conversations night. And we'll also always post a blog post like with our newest episodes. So you can follow the blog and then find out when our podcast comes out. Yeah. Um, So it's just kind of going to be like a gathering like a basket for all the friendship bread things. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a landing space to yeah. like gather it all together in one place. Mm-hmm. But and also, Crystal's done a really good job with it. Crystal spearheaded this. Crystal's doing this and pretty by, much on her no, own. By spearheaded, you mean Crystal was like, "Hey, Alma, let's go. We're doing this," and <laughs> I just dragged you along again. Sorry about that. This is it's really funny to me because this is how it seems like my relationships with a lot of people are. Or, okay, I say a lot. So far, your relationship with me and my husband's relationship with me, you guys are the spearheaders and I follow along and support. Like, I, you say spearheader, but I feel like I'm a bull in a china shop. (laughs) Like, that's what it feels like sometimes. Really? Yes. I'm like, and I'm just like, I saw that door over there and I want to go through that door and I'm on my way over there and I may have broken a ton of dishes <laughs> along the way. That's, That's what so I feel like. And so I'm like, I hope you don't feel like you're coming along behind me cleaning up all these broken dishes. No, to me, it feels like I'm, I feel like my personality is very much like I'm not great at spearheading because I... I'm too logical. I overthink it. And so I like, I always want things to be perfect before I start them. Like I want to be perfectly educated in how Mm -hmm. to start a website. And you're like, well, no, like you got to do it. And then you learn. See, but I also tend to, okay, my first initial thought for this website was like, just a website. And I was like, we'll just post our episodes on there. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be another platform that we have that's another way for people. Like, whatever's easier for our listeners. And then I was like, but what if we had a community blog? And what if we had a resource page? And what if we had this? And what? And, it, and I snowball. Yeah. See, but that's because you're good at that. You're, like, good at thinking. You're, like, good at coming up with these ideas and then, like, starting them. And... I very much prefer to be a person that's kind of in the background and just like, like you bounce ideas off of me. And I'm like, yes, okay. Because it takes me a while to come around to like seeing all the potential. Mm -hmm. Because like, for some reason, that's not where my brain goes. My brain goes to, okay, well, this is what we have to do to make that work. That's what, instead of like dreaming. And you're like, if we can dream it, we can do it. (laughs) And so I love it. What I was, I started out saying, Crystal has spearheaded, done all the follow through, completely constructed this website by herself. I have contributed next to nothing. (laughs) 
I think I asked your opinion a few times, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She bounced stuff off of me and I'm happy to do that, but I felt very technically, technologically challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, I don't know. You just, you went for it. And so I'm really proud of you, number one, but number two, I think it's amazing. I think you did an amazing job. Well, thank you. I have to say that I think the thing that I'm excited about the most is that what it ended up evolving into is a community blog Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's obviously we can't have everybody on the podcast. Like Mm -hmm. we would have to put out an episode every single day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's not feasible, but I feel like with the blog, I feel like it's going to be so much easier to add more voices to the mix Mm -hmm. and, to have more people like write a blog post and like what's what's on your mind? Mm-hmm. What what are what are you passionate about? Write about that. And like what is a conversation yeah. that needs to be had? Write about it. And like let's get it out there. Let's start some conversations. And there's like a space for comments. And so I think it's I hope it's going to be like a great place for discussion. Yeah. I absolutely love the ability to post something anonymously mm-hmm. because if like there's a lot of people I feel like who would not be comfortable being interviewed. Yeah. But then maybe the writing, they don't actually have to use their physical voice. Right. They can write it, get it out and write it. And now I've said write it too many times, but, and then if they need to, they can post anonymously. And I mm-hmm. feel like I would definitely have taken advantage of that if I wasn't part of this podcast duo. Yeah. Yeah. I I just feel like it's a great, a great outlet. I agree. I think also I would have taken advantage of it too (laughs) if I wasn't because it would feel, um, safe. Yes. It would feel a lot safer. And Mm -hmm. I think I would feel like I could be a lot more vulnerable Mm -hmm. if I knew that I could do it anonymously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and obviously, anybody who doesn't want to do it anonymously, that's also fine. Like, oh, yeah. We want to credit anyone who wants to be credited. Absolutely. Um, for anything. So, yeah. And maybe, who knows, we may have someone that posts something anonymously the first time, but then maybe the next time they put their name to it. Yeah. And I think it could go back and forth too. If, like, someone writes a post and they're like, oh, this one. I really want it to be anonymous. And the next one, they're like, this one's fine. I want to put my name on this one. Mm-hmm. But then the next one, they're like, oh, I just, I don't feel ready to be like that open about this yet. So this one's anonymous again. Like it can mm-hmm. go however. That's, that's just the beauty of the community blog space. Exactly. And and also it can be any format. It can be a story about your life. It can mm-hmm. be something you've learned. It can be a poem. Yep. What if someone wrote a song? That would be very cool. Yeah, that would be. My mind instantly went to logistics of like, how would I post a song? I'm just saying lyrics. I know, right? <laughs> I know, but I'm like thinking like, oh, how do we make you know? this happen? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm brain. Right, I tell you. I tell you. Yeah. So yeah, it's thefriendshipbread.com. Yep. So just like a lot of our other stuff, if you have a blog, that you want to write or like a post you want to write, whatever. You can email that to us at thefriendshipbread at gmail.com and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Exciting. I know. I can't wait to get some emails. 
Yeah, I'm some, excited too. Some posts. This has been a very comfortable conversation about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would agree with that. I felt very comfortable during this process. I did too. <gasps> oh my gosh, I completely forgot to tell you um, about my cousin. About your I had cousin? A, I had a story for you. Okay. About my cousin who had to leave. She works at a chemical factory. Okay. And she had to leave her job. Okay. It was a toxic work environment. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, I was, put some boundaries in place in a toxic yeah, work environment. Toxic work. I was trying to think of a way to incorporate it, and I could not come up with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend I had a story for her. <laughs> that was a great way of incorporating it. <laughs> I was a little bit suspicious. Of, okay, when you first said about your cousin, I was like, what? And then, uh, then uh, I forget what you said next, but then I was starting to get suspicious. <laughs> but you pulled it off great. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> I just, when I first read the joke, I was like, I have to save this one for Crystal. It's, a, it's perfect. It's, it's literally like, perfect. It's, if we wrote a, a joke. joke book and be like, this is the Friendship Bread Podcast joke book. That would be the very first. It's like it pulls in boundaries. Yes. And how we're like so sensitive to it. It's crazy. Yeah. You've heard us rant, I'm sure, about our Yeah. How we feel about chemicals. Yeah, to fragrances. Anywho, that's pretty much all we have to say about being uncomfortable. And we got to fill you in finally on our newest addition to the Friendship Bread podcast so thank you again so much for listening we have mentioned instagram and facebook several times you can find us over there at the friendship bread if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, or even if you aren't take a few seconds and leave us a review on apple Podcasts. it makes a huge difference in how apple promotes the podcast so we're always so appreciative of those share this episode with your friends and remember you can email us at thefriendshipbread at gmail.com and visit our new website thefriendshipbread.com mm-hmm. very simple anyways thanks again for joining us for this conversation we hope that you will be here next week for another episode of the friendship bread podcast so, so long, long. the other day I was at the store and I couldn't decide how much lettuce to buy. But then my friend helped me think through it because two heads are better than one. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you're still laughing.